It is, well, no, it's not Monday, you idiot. Fuck, it is Thursday. October 27th. Holy fuck, we're off to a rousing start, huh, folks? Hold on. Let's try that again. Three, two, one. It is Thursday, October 22nd, 2020. There we go, huh? Uh, the World Series is underway. Terrific, huh? You're all excited. Uh, I need someone to explain to me how some people simply do not have earlobes. Case in point, Blake Snell of the Rays doesn't have a left earlobe. And Fox just had to have a close-up on it all fucking game long. It was horribly disturbing. All of this, and so much more, on episode 43, the Kendrick Perkins episode. Remember, the starting five from that 08 title team never lost a playoff series. If Perkins is healthy, they beat the Lakers in 2010. That's a fucking guarantee. No problem. He's managed to turn himself into a very entertaining analyst. And a very entertaining Twitter follow. So if you're not following him on the Twitter machine, now you should do it. Episode 43, Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? All right. Thank you as always, Ken. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, the World Series. Uh, no one's watching, apparently. Uh, lowest ratings ever for Game 1. Insane. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that baseball games now take you know close to twice as long as an actual marathon. Seriously. World record. For a marathon, 26.2 miles is two hours and two minutes. Last night's game took three hours and 40 minutes. No one wants to sit through a dozen pitching changes. Dodgers used seven. Rays used five, so it's like, what, ten? And most likely there'll be a game where more pitchers get used because the Dodgers last night did the same shit that the Rays usually do, which is run out seven pitchers over the course of the game. It's, you know, it's boring. Nobody wants to sit through that. You know, they've tried to come up with ways to fix it. And I don't think they tried that much or tried that hard, I should say, but we'll see. Uh, what else is going on? Well, I have um, relocated uh, here in the basement of the uh, pseudo broadcast palace. I've moved to a, a more well lit area, set up a desk, put a put a rug on the floor, and, and trying to. I mean, it's never gonna. 
until there's an actual built-out room soundproofed, it's always it's gonna be terrible sounding. And I'm using the headset today instead of the instead of my mic in the hopes that it sounds better, but every time I sniffle or swallow, you're gonna hear it. So it's gross. Yet somehow I still have four listeners. I can't figure out how or why. Weird. Um last night though, and I'm sure I'm sure everybody has seen this by now, but uh, Jeopardy was interrupted. Um, towards the end of Jeopardy, the uh, Department of Intelligence, or whatever the fuck they're called, had to break in and drop this bombshell that Iran and Russia are working to interfere with our election. <gasps> Eat gads. Shit that we already knew. And then they presented no actual evidence, which is the funny part. Like there was nothing that said, hey, we intercepted this or we did this. It was just saying, uh, we know about emails that are being sent out. The fucking right loves emails. That's all they fucking talk about is emails. That, that, uh, 2016, it was Hillary Clinton. This year, it's it's Hunter Biden. Why the fuck are they so fixated on emails? I, 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 you know, I don't get the tact. Do they think that their base just loves, they find email that mysterious? It's probably what it is. Ooh, email. Email's been around for 30 fucking years. Can we settle down? Good lord. It's not some fucking weird technological advance. It's an electronic message. So, you know, we, we hear this bullshit press conference. The director of the FBI gets up and says, well, you know, this is what we're trying to do. And, you know, okay, congratulations. Just, it, you, you must have ran out of uh, more, uh, you know, or, or I shouldn't say more, better ideas with which to continue wagging the dog, uh, distract and fear. It's, that's how they operate. That's how politics has operated in this country for Christ forever. Well, I shouldn't say forever. It's probably not accurate, but you know, riling up the the voting base, making them afraid of something. Need something to be afraid of. God forbid. But that was like, and then and then they fucking come back, and it's halfway through double jeopardy already. So we basically missed what turns out to be an entire round. Very fucking disappointing. And then, you know, Final Jeopardy ended up being a real fucking barn burner. Uh, where the guy that was winning get, gets the, the question wrong. The defending champ gets the question wrong. The girl that was in second place going into Final Jeopardy gets it right. Doubles her money. Goes home the champ. Huge play. Very exciting. Enjoyed it. I also learned yesterday, Johnny Gilbert, the uh, the announcer for Jeopardy, He's 96 years old and still fucking working. 96. That's insanity. I hope he has a studio at home so that they're not dragging his... <laughs> I don't want to say carcass because that's inappropriate. I don't want to say corpse because he's still alive. But I hope they're not just dragging him out to the studio to record this shit in the middle of a fucking pandemic. 
it's not like there's a bunch of people there. There isn't. There's no audience, from what I understand. It's just Alex, the three contestants. Off they go. And the producers. I always wonder why they didn't show the producers on Jeopardy. I think that would be a, a great bit. And you would think Saturday Night Live would do it, since they've done Jeopardy a bunch of times. Cut to the producers, and it's like, you know, three people huddling around, talking about an answer, and then giving a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Because it's always entertaining when they come back from commercial and say, and Alex has to break the news to somebody that the answer they gave uh, was actually turned down by the producers. What a kick in the teeth that is, huh? Especially if it's like a big one. I don't recall seeing that in like a, a Daily Double. You know? Now that would be something. Somebody actually, a true Daily Double, makes an answer that Alex kind of waffles on, but they accept it anyway. Off they go. Then they come back from commercial, and they're like, I'm sorry. An answer that you gave was actually incorrect. We're taking all of your money away. Yo. I'm sure it's happened. I'd like to, you know, there has to be a... I wonder if there's an actual Jeopardy historian... Somebody who has uh, studied, you know, I'm just doing a little, no, no, if you type in Jeopardy, if you Google Jeopardy historian, it's just, (laughs) chapter one, what does a historian do? Well, very little. Then uh, it's contestants. Oh, how about this? Ken Jennings is the second um, Wikipedia entry for a Jeopardy contestant. Second? Behind this person, David Madden. Hmm. Fourth longest streak. Okay, Dave Madden. All right, now I'm familiar with him. Uh, He's apparently also the Founder and uh, executive director of the National History Bee and Bowl. Sounds like a fucking fun dude, huh? They list his name as David, quote, Dave, end quote, Madden. As if nobody would know that a nickname for David was Dave. Take it from a Dave, I know. He won 19 games. $432,400. Then he lost in the semifinals of the uh, 2006 Tournament of Champions. Boy, great story. And somehow he's ahead of Ken Jennings when you Google uh, Jeopardy history. Odd. Anyway. So yeah, that was a little bit of a uh, little, little Jeopardy action for you. Why that came up. I was talking about Russia and Iran, and now all of a sudden we start discussing Jeopardy. Well, because I was pissed. I was upset. I enjoy Jeopardy. It makes me feel occasionally smart. And when they take it away from me, I just get upset. They take it away from me for something fucking... Yeah, we all knew, that we've known this for the last two years, that, that countries like this were going to try to pull this shit, but you didn't give me any fucking evidence. 
you know, what am I supposed to do with that? If you get one of these emails, it's not true. Yeah, okay, thanks, buddy. Something you could have just... <laughs> you could have emailed us. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was that was great. Um, yesterday, I made a phone call to Sandals Resorts. If you are my age or older, you are familiar with sandals. You're familiar with the, um, you know, all-inclusive vacations. Sandals really markets itself to uh, old people, basically. <laughs> Not entirely. I mean, if you watch their commercials, you would think that everybody that goes to sandals is, uh, you know, a dude who's shredded. And his, um, uh, you know, comely wife, who's a size six, um, you know, uh, a five foot eleven blonde woman, <laughs> come to sandals and look nothing like this. It's really deceptive advertising on their part, but kudos to them. Anywho, my wife and I, when we were married a couple years ago, we. Um, our honeymoon was at um, Sandals in St. Lucia. We loved it. While we were there, we decided we were going to book some additional trips. We ended up booking two, one of which we have since canceled to Jamaica. But the second was um, to Antigua, which is scheduled for the 29th of November of this year. So, you know, as it is now where uh, travel is a little bit... Uh, not hectic itself, and I learned this yesterday doing some research that traveling right now in the middle of the pandy here is not overly difficult, and in fact, it's kind of easy and less crowded because nobody wants to do it. However, um, it's still a pain in the ass because to get into Antigua, you need to have a uh, recent negative COVID test. All right, great. All kinds of folks that were going to Antigua were using this sort of take-home uh, test that, honestly, I don't see how this is fucking helpful at all. You don't have to. You don't have to actually take the test. I guess you do, but um, you know, I, I just it was odd. Well, anyways, the country said recently that nope, those don't work anymore. You need uh, an actual medically accredited person uh, administering the test. And it's like, oh, great. Now we can, it's just the amount of fucking uh, nonsense just to go somewhere in the middle of this thing is ridiculous. However, completely understandable. So we started doing more research, trying to figure out what to do. Well, I made the phone call to Sandals yesterday to see if I could change my vacation. Great. Call up, sure, yep, yeah, you can do that. You're within the uh, the window here of being able to do it. So I'm like, all right, well, let's, let's push this out to April. Let's, uh, you know, let's go in April. Hopefully by then things will have started to come back to normal. I doubt it, but hopefully they have. they have. Okay, well, that room that you have booked already is not available uh, during that, that, that time period that you want to go. Oh, okay, well, how about the week after that? 
Yeah, okay, sure. Let's, let's try that. Sure. Uh, the difference in price is $2,200. What, sir? What did you say? Well, that's, you know, a very popular time of year. A lot of spring break. Okay, but I've already given you gobs of money. I simply want to uh, move the dates. You can't accommodate me, especially given, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. No, I'm sorry. Okay, how about some other times? Well, honestly, that's the cheapest rate I've ever seen for that particular room. Did you book that on, on site? Did you book that at a resort? Yeah, I booked it at the resort two fucking years ago, dude. And here we are. Now you want me to pay, at minimum, an additional 1300 bucks. So my wife and I are like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying extra money. To just push this off. I'm just not doing it. So now we're, now we got to figure out a way to actually go. So we're going to, yeah, it's not a matter of figuring out a way. We're going to go. But now, you know, we got to buy airline tickets. And who the fuck knows? Like, I, I, everything I've read about the airlines is, like, the actual flights are fine. However, the airlines are really cutting uh cutting back in terms of number of flights they'll sell you a ticket and then cancel the flight refund you or or give you a credit whatever that's happened quite a bit um that fucking blows i mean honestly that sucks so worst case scenario obviously we book this thing we get to the airport they cancel the flight the only flight out 6 a.m you know gotta leave the house at four Get to the airport 4.30, 4.45, wait around, and then they cancel your fucking 6 o'clock flight. It's like, oh, boy, really? Worst case scenario, but that's how my fucking dumb brain works, folks. Worst worst case scenario. That's how the old that's how the old noggin functions. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm looking forward to it because, quite frankly, I, I need a vacation. This is the first time in a long time where we haven't done anything. Uh, we went to Philadelphia in the beginning of the year to visit uh, my sister-in-law. It was fine, but it's fucking Philadelphia. You know, I had never spent any time there, so it was nice to see. There's, I shouldn't say nice to see. Saw some nice things. I'm all set with Philadelphia. I don't need to go back. I'm good. Other parts of Pennsylvania? Sure. I'll do it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll visit Pittsburgh and uh, Scranton. Gettysburg, I'll go to all those places. Philly, nah, I'm all right. Thanks. Thanks, Philly. No problem. We're good. We're good here. So, anywho, um, listen to this commercial. And then we'll come back and talk about all the money I've made from this commercial. <laughs> so I posted this morning on the, uh, on the Twitter site, the Twitter page, at Complaints Pod, big news today was that Quibi, the uh, I don't even know what you call it, they were in the game of like making what the fuck? God, it's just way too much fucking noise here. Creaky ass house. Uh, they made Quibi made five to ten minute episodes of shows, thinking that because the uh, attention span of Americans is measured in nanoseconds. 
It's a throwback line. Uh, that it would work. And then it was fucking headed by some incredibly rich people and allegedly had $1.75 billion in capital that they burned through in six months. Holy fuck. That's an absurd amount of money. Absurd. So I'm very curious to see like how this kind of pans out, if there's anything that comes of it. But the, the funny part was that, you know, I've spent roughly, I've invested about $250 into the show. And I currently have more active users than Quibi, which I find, I find it funny. Not so much ironic, that's not the right word for it, but I find it funny. So anyways, thus far, through the extensive uh, listening audience, I have brought home via those ads $10.12. $10.12. I was told you will not gross a single dime. I have grossed now numerous dimes. An idea that was brought forth by loyal listener Mark. Thank you, Mark, for this idea. Take the 10 bucks and... Uh, and put it on a parlay. I mean, if there's if there's an easy way to just flush ten dollars down the toilet, that's the best way to do it. Because I don't think I've hit a fucking bet in three weeks. I mean, you know, a couple small ones here and there, a couple rando soccer bets here and there. But I mean, for the most part, it's been it's been hot garbage. So it sucks. But um, one of the things that we've talked about throughout is the, uh, you know, the, the, the pod picks, the best bets and everything else. And talking about, hey, here's some, uh, here's some, here's some gambling tips. Well, the good idea would be if you listen to this program and you like to gamble, uh, don't listen to any of my picks. Uh, I hate to say it, but uh, Scott Banksley has been doing very well. I'm still waiting for uh, Jackie Fraudley Jr.'s pick for the day here. Um, but I'm taking Buffalo this weekend. I'm taking the cheese. They're playing the Jets. They're laying 13 and a half points. The Jets are gross. Gross. You know, honestly, I, may, I might make a bigger wager on the side uh, because... Um, I need to earn some money gambling. I haven't lost a ton. I'm just losing a lot of small bets, really. That's all it is. I don't bet a lot of money. But I'm taking the cheese and uh, just betting against the Jets, which uh, thus far has worked for everyone. Uh, Banksy's taking uh, the Packers, minus three and a half. Not a bad wager. Can't say I hate it. Um, Houston played well last week. They did. And I thought this line would be a little bit bigger, but it's not. Um, it, because I think Aaron Rodgers comes, well, I shouldn't say I think. Scott said that uh, he thinks it's, you know, uh, Rodgers is going to come out on fire, you know, revenge style, take it out on that porous uh, Houston secondary. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Because I've been dead wrong about Aaron Rodgers uh, 
for the first four games of the season, five games of the season, until last week when Tampa Bay shut him down. I was also wrong about Tampa's secondary, too. Like, holy fuck. That bunch of no-name scrubs are doing pretty good. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, hopefully we'll hear from Fraudly by the end of the show, but uh, I'm not counting on it. Um, one thing that I did want to mention, the Dallas Cowboys are in first place in the NFC East. They are two and four. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I was so dead on about this guy the minute they hired him that he's not a good head coach and he should not be the head coach of the fucking Dallas Cowboys. And Jason Garrett shouldn't have been either, but he managed to fucking hang on for seven years. Um, but Mike McCarthy stinks. He fucking sucks out loud. I can't stand him. He's such a wishy-washy, uh, flip-floppity bum. He's a bum. Guy won a Super Bowl on Aaron Rodgers' back, and so now he gets to say that he's a Super Bowl-winning coach when it was like, all right, all right what, what exactly did you? Good uh, offensive uh, mind. Uh, you saw what they did when, when Prescott was healthy. They scored a ton of points. Well, now he's stuck with Andy Dalton. Serviceable backup Andy Dalton, not full-time starter Andy Dalton. And Ezekiel Elliott, I swear to God, he was like, oh, I fucking have to, I have to take handoffs from this guy, and was just dropping the ball all over the field in disgust. So, you know, if, if the Cowboys manage to finish 8-8, eight and eight, which they very well could, their next four games are, they play, they play Washington twice, uh, the Eagles, and then probably the Giants. So, I mean, there's no reason they can't run the table there, win four games, and next thing you know, they're six and four, and people be like, oh, geez, here come the Cowboys. Happens every year. Every year, the Cowboys get two games over 500, and and, uh, the media freaks out and thinks they're going to do something. Look, uh, I know the Dallas Cowboys intimately. If they finish this season over 500, I will be shocked. Shocked, because that defense... Man, that uh, you know, there's really nothing to say. That defense is so bad. If, if they lose to Washington this weekend, Mike McCarthy should be fired instantly. He shouldn't even be let back on the fucking bus. Fire him. Leave his ass somewhere. Give a fuck where it is. Don't let him near your fucking players again. But because Jerry Jones is a mush, an old mush, he'll he'll fucking. Uh, Drives me bananas. Um, wonderful segue here. I wanted to talk about the Instagram giveaway that got started the other day. Uh, thus far, I have two entries, which is uh, two more than I expect. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. One more than I expected. Uh, one I fully expected. Uh, the the second only uh, partially expected. So. All you have to do is go to the Instagram page at Complaints Pod. Uh, you like the post. I'll, I'll post them again. I'll just keep doing it. But you like the post. Uh, you tag three friends. And uh, you do something else. See, this is what happens when I 
try to do sh- shit with his fucking shows that my brain is such trash I can't fucking remember anything. Um, but basically, you know, y- you like the post. Uh, oh, you got to follow comment uh, complaints pod. So like the post, follow the page, tag three friends in the comments. Uh, this will go up again. I'll take pictures of the actual product when it comes in. Uh, I got a confirmation that it'll be in on November 2nd, which kind of sucks because I'm only running the contest through the 16th, but that'll be fine. I'll just post it a bunch of times between the 2nd and the 16th. You know what I mean? I'll do like a little stupid unboxing video. Like, hey, here it is. Whoa, check out this kick-ass beanie that's probably not going to really show the logo very well. Here's some t-shirts and some stickers. Yeah. It's free shit. Who doesn't love free shit? A lot of people love free shit. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. Uh, but again, go to the follow the page. You know, be a pal. Uh, go to uh, at complaints pod. Check it out. I'm at currently 78 followers. I'd love to get to 100 before the end of the contest. That's the goal. The goal here is 100 followers. Not asking for a ton. I'm asking for 22 people. You know? Uh, trying to build the audience here. Slow and steady wins the race. Especially since I'm not at all fast. <laughs> Terrible joke. Um... Where am I? Where are my notes? Shit. Oh, boy. Staying on Instagram, though, so... You spend a lot of time on the gram. You spend a lot of time in your Instagram stories. There are ads littered throughout the Instagram stories. And the problem with Instagram is the, the algorithm, when it, it, it picks up any time you click on any of the ads... It's essentially uh, a a demonized version of the Facebook algorithm, which, you know, they own Instagram, sadly. So they're using the same algorithms where if you click on an ad, you're going to see a lot of those ads. However, I I swear to fucking Christ on Instagram, you click on one of them, you see them now uh, way more than usual. So the other eh, other day, maybe a week or so ago, I clicked on an ad. The ad was this guy talking about how um, it's like e-commerce uh, sites, you know, the, the kind of shit that everyone has, has kind of dabbled in or thought about at any given time. The, uh, you know, creating an e-commerce site and drop shipping crap, whatever. It's the same old fucking song and dance that you've heard multiple times. But this was a different person. I clicked on it. I was probably on this person's page for three seconds before I realized it was crap and, and closed it out. Well, now... I am being flooded with all these different people, uh, you know, same scenario. They're sitting at a table, they're sitting, they're standing in their uh, office or library, they're yelling into the camera about how uh, they can help you make money. And it's constant. It's literally every other story is an ad. For this shit, and it's like three or four fucking panels long. 
And if you don't click the, you know, the three buttons that say, I don't like this ad, you're going to just keep fucking seeing them. Well, I've been doing that for a week. Three, the three dots. I don't like this ad. Uh, it's not relevant. And you still see them. So I am being fucking targeted. Instagram must know that I'm unemployed and, and fucking desperate for, for employment. Not, not desperate, but I'm getting there. Instagram must know. And so now they're fucking just hammering me over the fucking head with, oh, uh, sell real estate, flip shit, boom. Stock advice, boom. Free fucking e-commerce sites, boom. Boom. Sell fucking something. I don't know. Something that'll make you money. Boom. Same fucking shit over and over again. And it is. It's fucking nauseating. I swear to God. I would. I'd like to just start a. uh, A site where it's like. If you pay me money. I will tell you how to make money. And it'll just be uh, a how-to video of how to make a video telling people to give them money to teach them how to make money. You follow along? Because my my gut is telling me and has told me for a while that that's all that is. It's probably not. But if I was up front and just said, hey, give me five bucks... And I'll show you how to make this video. It'll just be the a fucking link to the same video. If nobody's done that yet, it's a fucking missed opportunity. I really should do that. That'd be kind of funny. No? No, probably not. Probably have to give all the money back. Probably have to give five bucks back to somebody. Some poor sod. Then I'd probably send them five bucks because I felt bad. I think it's a good idea. So if you're listening and you like making video production, uh, give me a call. Let's put something together. We'll go into businesses. Uh, phony Instagram entrepreneurs. This show has been fucking terrible. It's funny because Monday's show wasn't bad. At least I don't think it was. I thought Monday's show was pretty good. Uh, today's show, not good. I thought I had some stuff to talk about and... You know, it turns out that stuff wasn't uh, much of anything. Kind of sucked, really. You know, and I'm, I, you know, I didn't want to. Yeah, I've only... God, I fucking recorded twenty minutes worth of shit already. Then this plus another sixteen here—that's a short ass show. I have, I have a lot of stuff to do today. Dropped the car off today to get a fucking sticker, and they're like, "Oh, hey, you're missing light bulbs on your." Above your license plate. So, yep, yep, that's not going to pass. What? Just fucking change the light bulbs. I'll pay you the four bucks. What do you got to fucking call and tell me for? Oh, well, uh, also, you need an alignment. Of course I do. Of course I do. Vote vote yes on question one. So that these fucking repair shops can continually uh, rape you uh, over and over again. I shouldn't say that. It's very, it's inappropriate. I'm not being raped. Not being raped by, by the repair shop either. It's uncouth, David. Don't do that. Um, and I gotta, I gotta hang some blinds in the house here. 
I was telling my wife, this this fucking house is never going to be done, ever. This is a, a five to ten year project, minimum, to get everything up and running. I was I was under the impression before we moved in, oh yeah, I'll do this and that in the basement, I'll have a cool spot. Yeah, no. No. It's going to be a... It's going to be a fucking chore in here. And the, and the more I look at it, the more annoyed I get with it. But what can you do, huh? Um, so the goal now is to try to figure out um, something that isn't going to cost an arm and a fucking leg so that I can have some space here. But, I, you know, I'm not counting on it. There's a shed out back that's, you know, half shed, half, like, storage room that, uh, you know, I'm thinking, all right, let's turn this into something useful. But, you know, who knows how structurally sound that is. Do I want to actually pay a contractor to do this shit? No. At the same time, I can't do it. I'm functionally retarded. So I can't fucking do it. Um. And I don't want to, my brother could, but I don't want to fucking drag him into this. He's already done way too much here as it is. Uh, he's been incredibly generous with his time, and I, I really, I can't thank him enough. He's been terrific. Uh, but the last thing I want to do is like, hey, you want to come out uh, on a one of your days off uh, in the wintertime and, and help me build something in the backyard? Like, what the fuck? Nobody wants to do that. That's, uh, that's not good. But anyway, well, I haven't heard from fucking Fraudly. So, you know, well, well, you know, it, it, I'll get his pick at some point. I was hoping to have it for the show, but no dice. What can you do? We'll see how that goes. The, uh, the show here. The show here is wrapped up. I'm, I'm just kind of looking at, <laughs> looking at, uh, oh boy, golf people on Instagram. And, and uh, loyal listener Brian is the most guilty party I know, constantly tagging me in, in giveaways and shit. And then I get bombarded with uh, requests from, you know, golf related sites and this, that, and the other. Well, today, because I follow uh, Lake of Isles. Uh, which is the uh, the golf course in Connecticut. Today, I get a, uh, a follow request from Cart Girls of the Lake. Lake of Isles, Cart Girls. Tagline, Lake of Isles, Lake of Smiles, cash only. I mean, they're, they all, they, you know, they seem like nice kids. I mean, they're just trying to earn a buck. Good for you. I, I assume that there's a little bit more to it than that. I think they're just like beverage cart girls, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's that's what they are. The Lake of Isles beverage cart team. How many fucking beverage carts do they have? That's so funny. They all look like... Uh... Good Lord, this lady's old. What? You can't have a cart girl over the age of 22. That should be a fucking... That should be against the law. This lady's a grandmother. What the fuck? 
Oh, uh, golf in the Northeast, huh? Oh man, if you go to if you go to these sites in Vegas that you know cart girls and and caddies and shit out in Vegas, these girls are borderline strippers, and they uh oh that's so funny. So these are just cart girls. So they're just beverage cart girls, and this lady's a grandmother. Good for you. I mean, it's it's not right, but good for you. She's been a cart girl or been employed at the at the golf course since 2011. Oh man, that is too funny. <laughs> That's amazing. They all have oh this this was not a part of the show. This is funny. All right. Uh, Cart Girls of the Lake. That's the name of the account. Check it out. Go to Instagram. Check it out. And there are bios for all of the beverage cart girls. And this one, her name is Jacqueline. Sure, she's a nice kid. Full-time law student. However, there is a little tagline here or a little note at the end. She arm wrestled at the collegiate level on ESPN. Uh, so if you don't get that second drink she'll just fucking uh, choke your ass out oh that's too funny oh this was a this was a uh, an interesting little uh... <laughs> uh, this is great oh, I love that that's too funny anyway uh, I need to end the show because I'm just fucking rambling more so than usual. Monday, uh, I hope to have a little bit more information on a on a possible guest or two. Uh, we have some chum in the water at the moment. Hopefully, uh, we'll we'll get some bites here. Uh, I don't think I'm going to hear back from Hags. I think he was just pulling my chain. Uh, Hags got a new job. So if you're not familiar with Joe Haggerty, uh, used to be on. Uh, NBC Sports Network there. It used to be Comcast Sports Network. It used to be uh, Sport Vision or, no, Sports Channel. That's what it was back in the day. <laughs> Sports Channel. Um, yeah, he's probably not going to come on. Uh, I need, I got to start with somebody that like nobody, that's not a friend of mine or an acquaintance of mine. And that can bring some substance to the program. That's where I need to begin. But the offer still stands. If you want to be on the show, let me know. Love to have you. Uh, if you know anybody that wants to be on the show, let me know. Love to have you. It'll be great. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Who knows? But uh, don't forget, go to the Instagram page, Complaints Pod. Enter the contest. I'll have another post tonight. Uh, it'll be... Probably the same as the previous post, but just different. Uh, different wording, different tag, maybe a different photo. Who the fuck knows? I doubt it, but we'll see. Check it out. Uh, you can check out the, the Twitter page, at, also at Complaints Pod. I have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page that uh, I haven't used yet because I'm too lazy. Uh, you can email me, showmail at complaintsandobservations.com. I have a little-used website. Complaints and observations.com. I haven't done a blog in weeks. 
because I'm lazy and I apologize. Uh, I also have a voicemail line, 617-65-RIP-EM, 617-65-RIP-EM. Give me a call, leave a voicemail, be on the show. Uh, but that'll do it for today. Uh, thank you and you, all, all two of you, for listening to the program. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, please tell your friends. Uh, until next time, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.